Hello and welcome to the Retireball Podcast. I'm Mike Wallace. My name is John Sauger. So John, when, with our subject today, um, it gets a little bit more narrowed down, but I wanted to talk a little bit about in our industry, um, a lot of times people are looking at timing, you know, and so it might be the timing to do something in particular, um, or, you know, even someone that, that has to take a required minimum distribution at a certain time, or they can retire at a certain time, um, or the time value of money for that matter as sure. well. So. Um, I wanted to kind of discuss that a little bit before we get into the more specifics uh, with our guests today. So let's talk about that. So what's the importance of timing in um, in the financial advising world? So, yeah, Mike, I, I think from a timing perspective, I mean, honestly, timing is is almost everything in, in, in this industry, right? It, it, it's, um, I mean, something so simple as the timing to make a trade on an actual holding, right? I have to buy it or sell it or do something like that. Uh, like, like you said, it's, a, it's, it's timing of a particular account. Um, when, when is the time to do it? When is that? The, 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 we deal with timing almost every single day in, in what we do from a, from a, a, a family perspective, from a, a person listening to this perspective, the, 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 the timing components, there are so many different things that you look at like throughout the year. Um, we, we've broken it down a number of different ways, but I would think most people, when you're thinking of timing, one of the biggest things people think of I- is the healthcare conversation because the, the, the open enrollment, that part of the conversation, that's a standard thing that everybody thinks of, right? You're alerted to it. You get, you get notifications, you get emails, you get letters, you get whatever. You might not be alerted to hey, now is a good time to do a, a Roth conversion or now is a good time to uh, uh, purchase, you know, or upgrade your life insurance, right? You, you might get those on occasion, but the, the, the healthcare one is the one that people hear of all the time. Well, it, it's kind of amazing because when you're dealing with timing, there's some things that are very specific. So it might be specific dates, for example. So, you know, like, you know, when are you eligible for Social Security? 62, right? But when are you eligible for full Social Security? Well, it depends on your 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 date. Sixty six and eight months. Yeah. Sixty seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It depends. So, on... so so the dates matter. Sure. Timing matters when it comes down to that. Or sure. we heard of this, you know, this fifty nine and a half. You know, there's magic ages that we hear of oftentimes. Or now, you know, seventy two or seventy three or seventy five or the old seventy and a half. You know, but based on on your birth date. They can do that. Even in fact, some of the tax laws are based on on ages, right, or timing. So you sure. know, so when we're dealing with that, you know, you know, if you're born after a certain date um, or before a certain date, you might be um, getting grandfathered in for some of these 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 tax laws. Well, and, and you might experience again in a, in our world, we being holistic planners, we we talk to people. There's so many different subject matters that we might uh, have conversation, refer people over to post death. There's timing stuff too, right? When you're talking about estate planning, when you're talking about finalizing things and and and, and doing that when someone passes away, there, there's there's time that you have to address things as well. Oh yeah, like tax years, right? For you sure. want to make sure. Sometimes you want to try to wrap it up by a certain sure. period of time, or there might be, um, you know, some timing for. Uh, before you distribute things to make sure that you you know you don't owe any lenders or anything like that absolutely. too. So absolutely. So it, it's just kind of interesting. So when when we when we're having our next guest here and you're talking more about the open enrollment, which is more specific time, which we'll talk about. Um, it was just I just thought that was kind of interesting because uh, you know we're not really trying to time the market. That's one of the things you're, you're doing planning. You know, if you, obviously if you if you try to time the market per se, sometimes you can be right, sometimes you can be wrong. Sure. 
but the time value over time as well. So, you know, so if you have that, if you want to retire at a certain age, but you, you do the planning for, for 10 years versus two years, right? Um, or if your kids go to school at, at, at age 18 and going to college, if you start planning and when they're two years old versus when they're 10 years old can make all the difference in the world too. So we, so the, the timing aspect, I think people have to understand and the longer um, time that you have to do a lot of these things, it becomes really important to, to, to understand some of that stuff. So let's get a little bit more specific to that, John. Why don't you, why don't you introduce our guests and tell you what we're talking about here today? So today's conversation, um, and, and it's hopefully going to be timely as you listen to this, today's conversation is going to be more about Medicare and open enrollment and, and, and that part of our lives. And so today we have Satara James with us, who is um, one of the, uh, f- she's one of the people I recommend all of my clients to work with. So it's, it's great to get to have Satara on here and, and have her sh- share some stuff. Satara works for FSA Health uh, Insurance Agency. So she's a division of um, our parent company. But Satara is going to come on and, and give us a little bit of information, Give us a give, hopefully explain a few things and, and kind of um, fill in some of the gaps of questions that we might have, Mike, and, and hopefully the listener you can you can gather some information too. So, Satara, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Welcome, I appreciate Satara. it. You are the person that we actually refer to for FSA Health when we're doing a lot of the Medicare, Medicare supplements, or even sometimes bridging that gap between retirement and um, Medicare at that point. But you know, primarily in Michigan, you work in Southeast Michigan with a focus on Medicare planning. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, why it's an important subject um, and, and why, what, what, what is really Medicare planning in, in general? Right. Yeah. So, you know, being in the financial industry for almost coming on a decade now and being an assistant to, you know, financial advisors, assisting tax planners, you know, assisting insurance agents for so long, I didn't realize how important or a crucial role Medicare actually fell into that retirement planning. So again, before I dove deep really into Medicare, I reached out to my own family members or relatives or individuals that may be eligible for Medicare, possibly already on it, and just asked them, you know, what plans are you on? Why did you choose what you did? And I came to a common, you know, conclusion that a lot of them actually didn't even know what they had. They weren't really educated on it, really uninformed. And so I just wanted to be that advocate for them to educate them, let them know of all the different options out there. Um, You know, as you know, technology is great, right? Uh, You can Google things, you can research things on your own. And what's a little bit misconstruing is that if you don't understand it, you might actually take that information and roll with it when in reality, you just... You may have not chose something that you really. It might not to. be specific yeah. to you. I, I think it's really interesting when you said you talk to people, you talk to you know family members and other people using it. it, it it's funny because in this in this job, Mike, Mike, you've been in it for thirty two years. Thirty two yeah. years. I, I I'm coming up on twenty two years. You know, and and you see so many families and so many different people. It's one of those parts of life that's just expected. Oh yeah, I hit this age, I have to have it. And people just assume it's all it's all the same, and, and it's so different. I I in in preparation for this. Um, I actually had some conversations with people too. Said, "Hey, hey, who do you use? What do you do, etc." Because everybody has different different mm-hmm. things, and almost everybody said the same thing. I really don't know. Like the guys I talk to, and I'm not trying to pick on them, but the guys I talk to, I don't know. Talk to the wife, and and a couple of the individuals. I I, I talked to a couple of family members, and they said the same thing. They're like. I don't really pay attention. I pull out my wallet and I hand over every card when I go to every doctor and they figure it out. 
Mm-hmm. And, and boy, that doesn't seem like the most efficient way. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah, it definitely can be overwhelming. You know, um, in all of our, in our industry, we try to educate ourselves a little bit on certain subjects and, and just like some of the other, whether it's the estate planning, we leave it to the attorneys or the, the tax planning, we leave it to the accountants. Um, but Medicare is became so specific nowadays mm-hmm. and, it, and it has become you, you, there's lots of training and, and licensing that you have to do and you have to keep, keep um, up with it because it, it cha- it's ever changing every single year. So um, why is it important then, you know, when you turn that magic age of 65, if you are not, uh, you know, still working, obviously, why is it important to look at a, at a Medicare supplement? Yeah, so great question. You know, when going on to Medicare or aging into Medicare, there's a lot of different routes an individual can take. And I don't think they realize um, how many different routes they really are. You know, maybe if they were still working with an employer, you're handed, you know, your employer package. Maybe you could choose three different options and that's it. And it just works for them and they're used to it. So I think it's really important that they see the different routes. And so we can take them through that process, you know, whether it's, you know, staying on original Medicare, supplementing it with Medigap policies, or maybe going a different route with a Medicare Advantage plan. So we take them through that process and really hone in on what's important to them. Because again, you know, when you're on employer coverage or maybe your spouse's benefits, right, you're just on it because of, you know, maybe it being cheaper possibly and so forth. And so when an individual goes on to Medicare, they also might not realize that it's not group related. It's very individualized. So you'll see a lot of times spouses be on completely different plans. Okay. And that's really unfamiliar to them, right? They're used to a complete package together. And so like you said, you know, my husband doesn't really know it or my spouse didn't know what I even have right now. Well, once they go on to Medicare, they're kind of on their own. They got to figure out what's best for them, their situation and maybe any health concerns or challenges they come arise. Well, what's interesting, you, you mentioned it in there. It seems like um, when you say, you, you kind of mentioned price or what's cheapest or whatnot, it, it, the generically, I, I, I use myself as an example. I'm not of Medicare age yet, but, but you know, if I were thinking of this, and, and even in my current healthcare, I, I ideally want what's cheapest, but I don't, right? Like, like I don't want it to be cheap. I want it to be inexpensive, but I want good coverage. And I think right. that's where where you can work through that and say, hey, you're you're taking this particular medication. Maybe this is a better plan than a different one, right? Like if someone is, I, I'm just using a, like if someone is a diabetic. Let's talk about that a little bit as well. So let's talk first of all about, let's just say someone that's aging into Medicare. So um, when, when you, let's say they retired a little earlier, but they're now of Medicare age. Mm-hmm. And so they now have to go at 65. And so they, so what is the process, I guess, first of all, to sign up for Medicare and, and, what, and the timing of it. And then second of all, what should they look for in a in a supplement if it's necessary? So good question. You know, I always recommend at least minimum looking into plan benefits with Medicare up to six months prior. Okay. Um, okay. A couple different reasons. You know, if they're already retired, um, you know, they can you know, go a little bit earlier, but if they aren't retired, that can affect if they're contributing to a health savings account, um, that can affect whether you enroll in part A and part B. So it doesn't matter if you enroll in part A only and stay on employer coverage or not. Um, it can affect you contributing to your health savings account. So very important, you know, for them to understand that and that to eliminate any penalties or tax penalties and so forth. So, I always recommend six months prior. And when doing so, you know, gathering information, 
medications. So we're going to gather your doctors. We're going to gather your prescriptions. And then any major medical concerns you might have, you know, pre-existing conditions. When enrolling into any supplement policies, there are times where, you know, aging into Medicare that you are guaranteed issue on certain products and certain policies. And that might be the best benefit for you only because of maybe some pre-existing conditions. So really taking that in consideration, at least allowing them to make the decision, you know, hey, this is your window of opportunity based upon guaranteed acceptance to go that route. So we like to inform them of all their options in at least a minimum of six months. I know that sounds crazy to think, but six months can fly like that. And if you're still working too, I mean, and doing other things in terms of retiring, you know, healthcare and Medicare can get kind of pushed to the side, not realizing how important it could be in the long run. Well, and you're looking at it when when a person's retiring first, they probably don't do that that often, right? So it's all new to Mm -hmm. them. Um, Maybe they're looking at at, at income or what do I do with the job or how do I train the next person or whatnot. The the healthcare is is such a vital component. It's been said, you know, it's not an exact conversation here, but your two biggest concerns in retirement a lot of times are taxes and healthcare, right? I mean, that's your two biggest biggest issues. I mean, income is in there, but I mean, the, the expense of healthcare could be something that really matters. So when you say the six months, so um, that that that's kind of like a first time person hitting sixty five. Mm-hmm. What do they look through like during? What if what if I'm sure you run into people throughout the year that say, "Oh, I've already I'm sixty seven years old. I already got Medicare or whatnot." What what do they look for? Like what like how do you help somebody like in that situation? Or what do you talk to about a person in that situation? Yeah. So again, we kind of go back to you know I'm already on Medicare. So a lot of times individuals might be you know use that. F- you know, reference that they're already on Medicare, but only maybe just Medicare Part A. And, you know, they're still coordinating their employer benefits with it. So they don't really need to look at those plans yet. Or maybe someone has union benefits, which, you know, not all the times individual coverage is as great as union benefits, but we have came across sometimes where, you know, union wasn't the best route for them. Rare and few do you see that. But um, again, you know, always making sure that they're aware of these timelines because, you know, we say suggest looking at Medicare options six months prior. Now, there's still going to be a specific window that they are assigned to to either A, roll into Medicare, um, you know, especially choosing coordinating benefits too. There's a timeline for that and to make sure they are aware of all the late enrollment penalties that can apply not only to your Medicare Part B, but also coordinating benefits. There's also some penalties in there too. So. so when you're dealing with a timeline, what expand on that. So what kind of timelines and what type of penalties would be involved if you miss a, a timeline? Yep. So first and foremost, again, you know, if you're turning 65, coming into Medicare or aging in, you know, you have that seventh month window. So in a, you know, perfect scenario, you're turning 65. Let's say you have three months prior to your birth month to enroll into Medicare. You have the month of and then three months after to enroll into Medicare. So Medicare just is A and B. That's original Medicare. But coordinating that remaining 20% that original Medicare doesn't cover is what we do. And that is also can have some penalties as well, too, pertaining to prescription coverage and so forth. So we want to make sure that they're fully aware of that ahead of time. So that way they're not scrambling at the end, just choosing a policy just to choose a policy. Okay, so let's talk about that then, too. So, you know, now that they enrolled Medicare and they do need to get a uh, Medicare um, supplement or it might be recommended that time, maybe due to health, maybe due to to, um, other, you know, issues and concerns, Um, How do you start that process and when is the best time to do it? 
Yep. So first, you know, gathering information, like I said, doctors, prescriptions, and then we go, um, whether it's assisting them enrolling into Medicare, you know, directly through um, SSA. And because a lot of people don't realize, you know, they paid into Medicare tax dollars that they still have to pay for Medicare. And yeah. a lot of people are kind right. of blindsided by that. They're right. like, wait, oh, I have to pay for Medicare? You know, they're Part B. And so um, explaining that to them. And then also if any sort of IRMA charges are to apply to them, too. I know with you guys in the financial industry working with individuals that um, may have had large income can sure. affect their Medicare and they're kind of, they don't realize that as well. So both of those, first and foremost, going over that process with them, just letting them how to enroll into Medicare, where to do that, and if we can be a better of assistance to them with that process, whether it's calling and or doing that over the internet online. Well, and then in that spot, you, you mentioned this, you mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, so it, it would technically be when a person retires, what, 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 what have you six months in advance, but it's in, it's, it's family, but it's individual. So, mm -hmm. so FSA health, I'm assuming on this. So if a family, if, if a family comes to you and, and someone says, Hey, I'm turning 65, mm -hmm. but, but my spouse is, is mm -hmm. 59, mm -hmm. but I'm retiring and the healthcare coverage is under me. You guys can take care of that too, right? Yep. So first, you know, we always ask, is your spouse working? You know, if they aren't working, then we start that process of aging into Medicare, going on to Medicare, enrolling. Um, but first, if their spouse is working, let's say they were the only ones holding the policy, but now they have the option to go on to their spouse's employer now. Sure. We always recommend that they, you know, at least reach out to their um HR to gather as much, you know, documents as they can pertaining to what kind of policy they have. Because a lot of individuals on employer coverage, you know, they just click the one at the end of the year and they don't really even they know. Don't what, know. They yeah. don't even know what's on it yeah. or their deductibles or anything. So we kind of ask that just to get a, a good comparison sure. of what they can see would work best for them. Um, so we do that first. If that's out of the equation, you know, they're not going to go on their spouse's employer coverage strictly just to Medicare. Again, assisting them in the process, whether reaching out to Social Security Apply, whether it's online. And then from there, gathering doctors, prescriptions, taking that process. And then we actually do the research on our end. I so it's that. nice. Yeah. So, you know, by being independent, we work with multiple carriers here in the state of Michigan. So it kind of sets us aside from being a captive agent, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's nice. We are able to see across the board a series of different, um, you know, companies, products, policies, and so forth. So we're not biased, yeah. right? It's strictly just on your health concerns, your needs, and what you actually um, will work best for you. When that happens then, and so you do, let's say they do have a certain health concern or health whatever, and they, and they choose a certain plan, is that something they should stay on forever or can it change? No, I think it's really important every year that you do review your policy. You know, no one has a crystal ball, right? Yeah. So you don't know what the future holds. You don't know, um, you know, if any major health concerns may arise the next year. And every year policies change. You know, there are going to be instances on, you know, supplement policies where those plans are definitely going to be the same. Um, but in terms of, you know, Part C, Medicare Advantage space and so forth, you know, co-pays change, deductibles change, max out of pocket change. And so it's really important. So that way they're aware of what those changes are. Also too, you know, if you're going on new prescriptions, every year formularies are changed. You could be on a plan one year 
and your prescription could be a tier two. Well, next year it could fall to a tier three. So the higher the tiers, the higher your copays are going to be. So just allowing them. And what's nice about it is for us is while we gather those doctors and prescriptions, you can see your full illustration from January 1st through December 31st based upon all the different plans out there. So we're able to provide that for them. You know, again, you don't have a crystal ball, so prescriptions could change throughout the year, but at least you can see what that looks like. What, what I what I really, really like about this is from the financial side, from the advisor side of, 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 of finances, when I refer somebody over, I, I think it's so wonderful. First off, it, it, it's somebody really knowledgeable. I, I, you know, I, it's somebody that's looking out for a person's best interest, but I love the fact that you're educating people so, so they understand, so they have a, a, a hand in what's doing it. So you're not just saying, oh, do this, do this, do this, good luck. You know, we, we've seen that before. I love the fact that you're educating people on this and, and you're saying, hey, here's what's happened for the last year. Here's why this is better for you or here's why you got to make a change. I, I think that's fantastic. I really like that. I really appreciate that. Well, and more importantly, it's, it, you know, because she's an independent, we talk about that, you know, even in the financial space too, is that we just have more choices and more options. And so it's nice to be able to, you know, like you said, really just shop it for them, but, but not being um, stuck with just one or two choices, you know, now I have a myriad of choices. And so you can give the, the, the best educational information um, and so that they can make the best decisions for themselves and for their family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really probably a good spot to stop. I mean, of course, with any guest we have on here, we can talk for hours, yes, right? Exactly and, and, right? And we can just talk about these things. I, I think what we would do in, in this situation, we're, we're especially with such a, such a difficult subject and such a personal subject, mm-hmm. where we wouldn't be able to say, hey, here's what you... Uh, what I feel very confident, in, and I know Mike would say the same thing, Satara, is, is when I talk with people, I say, this is the person you're going to talk to. Reach out to Satara James and 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 connect, and she's going to take care of you, or someone on her team is going to help take care of you. So I re- really, really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. No Thanks, Satara. And, and if they want to get a hold of you and they want you to do uh, a, a complimentary um, shopping of their policies or they're about to retire or turn 65, how can they get a hold of you? So they can reach out to our office. So again, that's you know 586-690-7294. That's my actual direct line. So it will you know go to our office, but it will get sent to myself personally. Um, we can then, what's nice about it, is even if you're already on Medicare, we can review it. It doesn't hurt to get a second opinion on everything. Um, You know, I just think a second look of eyes. Maybe we can say, great, you're doing great. That's awesome. You've taken the initiative. You're on a great plan that suits best for you. Um, Or we can at least point out some things within your plan that you might need to change differently and so forth. So definitely a second opinion is always a great view on everything. Uh, You can reach out to our um, office through online, you know, Googling us, FSA Health Insurance Agency, you know, always reaching out to FSA. They are great advocates of, you know, if you have any questions pertaining to Medicare, really letting individuals that specialize in it, you know, take advantage of it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And I, I do want to just say one more thing, though, you know, give us a little bit just really briefly about open enrollment and when they can look at some of this stuff. Yep. So actually, you know, enrollment period for individuals that, you know, maybe already on Medicare and so forth, you know, that's going to be October 15th through December 7th. So that's your annual enrollment period. So at that given moment, 
Um, you have the flexibility to do a lot of different planning, a lot of different changes, and all the different plans for the next year. So 2024 will be launched then. So you can see your current plan side by side, maybe some other ones, or at least see your current plan with your current prescriptions listed out of what those out-of-pocket expenses could be. So definitely focusing on that um, or pay attention to that date. It's very important. Okay. Thanks, Satara. We appreciate your time today. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. All right, so this is the, the, the time of our podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about holistic happenings. And so, you know, when we're dealing with um, the financial advisory world and, and we have many different guests on different subjects or even when John and I talk about the different subjects, it can be so hyper-focused, right, on, on certain um, areas or, or, or certain subjects. Um, but in general, with the holistic, it's, it's just kind of tying those together. So we might run into um, certain situations, um, you know, maybe even some of the workshops or, or some of the prospects we're dealing with or even some of the uh, existing people and fi- families that we serve. So, John, why don't you tell, tell us a little bit um, about, you know, some of the things that you're running into or that you're, you're seeing out there in the, in the financial world? So, Mike, it's interesting. I, I think I've brought this up in the past, but it still seems to be um, coming up fairly regularly. Um, we're seeing a lot of people. Michigan is a, um, it's a wonderful state. Obviously, if you live here, you know, we, we generally have four seasons. You know, I, you know we, we, we generally have this, this stuff. As people get a little bit older, we see a lot of people wanting to, to snowbird. You know, they want to move to a different area. So I've seen that a lot in the last um, uh, short time. Um, we, we've had a lot of, from the holistic side, we've had a number of people that found another property. They found something um, at, at a different location, whether it's a, a different state, Florida, Tennessee, you know, uh, Alabama, whatnot. And they've been wanting to transition to... Either do they live there full-time and change their tax footprint, or do they live there part-time and live in Michigan part-time and whatnot? And so we've seen a lot of that. And and from a holistic side, it brings in a whole host of stuff that could be really complex if you have to do it all on your own. You have to try and remember all of these different things, whereas from from what we do, um, we, we, we can have someone reach out to us and say, hey, we're doing this or we're going through this process. What am I missing? What gaps do I need to fill in? And so I've seen a lot of that lately where um, a lot of properties, it's interesting, people are, are, are adjusting properties a, a lot lately. It, um, it seems like um, because interest rates have changed, there's a different type of property on the market. And so we've yeah. actually seen it quite often here lately where we've had a lot of families want to make an adjustment or want to make a change and, and buy another property or 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 buy, a, like I said, a vacation home. And so that's been all the different components from the holistic side where referring them back to the attorney to update their estate plan, referring them uh, to the, to, to FSA tax and accounting to make sure they're, you know, that where they're domiciled, what, what's their tax footprint going to be looking at it from a financial side. Do we need to change income? Do we need to uh, uh, maintain income? Are we going to need less income? Um, did they sell something where we need, you know, we have a, a bucket of money we have to reinvest or whatnot. So it's been a, it, that's been a really active thing here for, for our team in the last few months. It's really, we don't see that all the time throughout the year, but it, that's been something we've seen a lot lately. No, I think that, that that's very crucial. You know, obviously for, for being in the business as long as we have, we've seen a lot of our clients and it used to be just, you know, like the snowbirds, you know, going sure. to Arizona or Florida or Tennessee or especially some of those taxes or some of those states that have no that have taxes, no taxes, right? Yeah. You know? yep. um, but now we're, when we're, you know, you know, post-COVID, we have, you know, clients that are that are still working, but 
are working from home, so they may move to a whole, a whole different state, right? Um, but with technology, we can still keep a little bit more. For you sure. Know, we can do virtual meetings, and, and, and we can learn a little bit more um, about the, the different states they live in or the different type of tax laws that may be there. And In fact, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting you know, when we're dealing with that or even sometimes when they have multiple locations, right? Right. You know? Right. And so well, and, and and there are times now where we're seeing people that are that are practicing being a snowbird. So they'll they might use a you know a, a, a vacation rental home that they might go to for for a month and say, hey, we think we want to be in this location and they try it for a month and no, 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 we want a different house or we want a different location or whatnot. So we've seen a lot of that too as far as how are we planning through this as the next phase of life? And and if you think about it, 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 it there are different phases of life as we get closer to retirement, right? Uh, my my one of my partners mentions it as as your three phases of your go go years, your slow go years, and your no go years, right? And and the go go years, we're seeing a lot of people saying, no, no, we want another property. We I don't want to be cold in the winter. I don't want to be you know too hot in the summer or whatnot. And so they're 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 making those those adjustments. So yeah, that's a lot of what we've been seeing from the holistic side. Yes, that's great. I know it's it's very common nowadays, um, sure and, and it's a good way. position to be in too, because we're seeing people. You know, again, we're helping people retire all the time, and Absolutely. so you know, to, to reach their goals and dreams and be able to get that that additional property or you know, move to a to a warmer climate. Um, we really do enjoy uh, working together with our, with our families that we serve. It is one of the great things to see those different um, the pictures and the stories, and 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 at times being able to go visit them at the new location and and, and see what they're doing and how happy they are, and know that you had a a, a small part in, in in helping with that. Especially if it's warm in the winter, absolutely. And when, you're, when it's winter here, obviously we can go down and see them in, in the warm, right? So, all right, John. Well. Um, you know, if they want to get in contact with us, how do they do that? So the website is fsa1.com. You can always, you can connect us there. Or you heard Satara, our, our guest, actually mentioned as well, you can connect to FSA Health um, through fsa1.com as well. So fsa1.com is the website. The phone number is 800-977-9292. Thank you for listening to the Retirable Podcast. I'm Mike Wallace. I'm John Sauger. Have a great day. FSA Health Insurance Agency is not connected or affiliated with any United States government or state agency. Medicare has neither endorsed nor reviewed this information. We may not offer every plan available in your area. Currently, we represent eight Medicare Advantage organizations, which offer 83 different plan options in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. Insurance products are offered through the Insurance Business Financial Services of America. Financial Services of America is also a financial services practice that offers securities products and services through AE Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. FSA is also an investment advisory practice that offers investment advisory products and services through Financial Services of America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. AEFS and FSAA do not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by FSA are not subject to regulatory requirements and standards of care applicable to registered representatives and are not subject to investment advisory requirements. AEFS, FSAA, and FSA are not affiliated companies. Any and all other services referenced are an outside business activity not offered through or supervised by AE Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, or Financial Services of America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. 
AEFS and FSAA and any other entities are all separate and not affiliated entities. FSA advisors may refer you to local CPAs for tax services, including our business partnership with FSA Tax and Accounting, and attorneys for estate planning services, including our strategic partnership with Benjamin T. Vader PLLC, if needed, to coordinate and collaborate with you and your advisor on your holistic financial plan with proper written authorization. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. FSAA and AEFS are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by FSAA and AEFS. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including but not limited to a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Case number 3204548, November 2023.